Pride and Protest, the podcast. Pride and Protest would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we produce this podcast. These are lands that have been stolen, never ceded, and it's critical that we center decolonization across all of the work that we do. My name is Amber, and I'm on the lands of the Watamadigal clan of the Darug Nation. In this episode, we talk to Ellie from the Sydney BiPlus Network about the importance of the BiPlus community and the upcoming Stand By Us conference. Hi, Ellie. How are you? Hey, Amber. I'm really good. I'm just really happy to be on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on the pod. So to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the organizing that you do in the BiPlus community? Yeah, um, my name's Ellie. My pronouns are she and they. Uh, I'm a proud uh, bi brown woman. Um, and yeah, I organize with Sydney BiPlus Network. I've been um, with the network since 2018 and they helped get us off the ground when we first started, which was really exciting. Um, so with Sydney BiPlus Network, we organize community building events and also have community meetings and community consultation. Um, I've also been really lucky to uh, have an opportunity to hear from other local BiPlus organisers around the world and meet with them. So that's been a really amazing opportunity. And also I've been involved in some organising for Mardi Gras with a group called BiPlus Visibility. And we created an awesome float at the beginning of this year. I know, I can't believe it was this year. Um, you know, oh, oh. Everything that's been going on this year, um, we created an amazing 80-person float um, that was titled "By Viz," and we all wore high viz in the bi flag colors, and it was just a great time. So you're involved in just a few things, then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellie, can you take us through some of the distinct challenges that bi plus people might experience? Yeah, of course. So um, something I didn't quite mention in my intro was that I definitely come from a research background and a public health background. That's one of my main passions. Um, and so I really look at the experiences of the BiPlus community from that lens. And through a lot of work with community, and, and I get to have this amazing opportunity of meeting lots of different people that I wouldn't necessarily meet in my normal everyday life at our community events. And I get to hear about their stories and their experiences. And what comes up a lot is this idea of not feeling queer enough as a bi plus person. So whether you're bi or pan or queer or fluid or questioning um, or any other label or not label that falls on the, the multi-gender attracted spectrum, um, there's, there is this real sense of not feeling queer enough and not fitting into queer spaces, but also not feeling straight enough to fit into straight spaces or mainstream spaces. And that's a really hard place to be in. Um, and that's accompanied with a lot of other challenges like bi-erasure. And bi-erasure is where you, people don't recognise bi-plus people existing. Um, which is really challenging and that comes from a lack of representation and a lack of acknowledgement of the validity of BiPlus identities. Another thing that BiPlus people face um, is biphobia and that 
is kind of linked to bioerasure, but it's definitely the um, the negative attitudes um, and prejudices that people can feel about um, bi-plus people and the beha- the negative behaviours that they can and discrimination that they can put on bi-plus people. So I think there's, there's a lot to unpack there and I don't think we can answer all of that right now, but I'll probably talk about a little bit more of that later when we talk a little bit more about the conference. You know, I think it's actually incredible that you mention each of those things as being challenges because I feel like in so many ways, those are the very same things that our community has been talking about for a really, really long time. Um, does that, I mean, do you feel the same way? Yeah, it's definitely something that's been happening for so long. And I think it's been really challenging, not only facing these challenges, but often not having the language to talk about them as well. So as a community, we may have all been facing them or as individuals, bypass individuals, we may all have been facing these challenges, but they're not quite knowing how to talk about them or what language to use and that can help add to a sense of isolation or that you're going through it on your own. So yes, we've been talking about this for a really, really long time. Absolutely. I mean, just this morning I was looking at a list of resolutions that came out of the very first bisexual conference that was organized in so-called Australia back in 1992. And one of the points that was on this list um, actually mentioned the importance of recognizing and endorsing um, a bisexual movement in Australia uh, in order to really assert that a bisexual, that there is a bisexual community identity. Is that something that resonates with you at all? And can you talk a little bit about why a bi-plus community is important for bi-plus people? Yeah, for sure. Bi-plus community is really important because bi-plus people have very different experiences of moving through the world um, to people of other sexual or sexual romantic orientations. And so there needs to be a space where bi-plus people don't have to explain themselves constantly and can just feel safe to just be. And so that's why a bi-plus community is so important. In terms of a movement, um, it's really important to have those unique experiences represented by authentic voices. Um, and those authentic voices come from community. Um, and they're really important because those voices often don't get heard in the current landscape that we live in where there is obviously a very vocal mainstream heteronormative voice but there's also a rising and and a great gay and lesbian voice which I'm not saying shouldn't exist I think it's fantastic but just making sure that the queer voices include the beautiful array that make up the whole queer community including lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, um, intersex, asexual and queer people and even more labels that I, we don't have time to go into. Absolutely. And I think for me, it's not just about um, the diversity of rainbow communities, but within each of those communities. I mean, if we're just looking at the bi plus community, for example, I mean, so diverse and bi plus people come from all walks of life and have also existed (laughs) forever. 
Um, so I think it's really beautiful that, that you mention authentic voices and representation from diverse BIPLUS people. I think it's a little bit poignant um, that, that we're talking about the BIPLUS community right now because BIPLUS Visibility Day is right around the corner, 23rd of September. Which I am so excited for. Ellie, what are your plans for BIPLUS Visibility Day? We have so many plans. There's so many exciting things going on this year, which is just so exciting. So I'm involved in a few things this um, September, but one of the main things I'd love to talk about is the Stand By Us conference. So the Stand By Us conference is the first of its kind. It's a conference, a huge volunteer-run conference run by volunteers from so-called Australia and New Zealand um, and is local organisers coming together and putting on a beautiful range of events that will cater to the needs of pretty much anyone. So there's social events, there's performances and art events, there's panels for people who identify as pan, there's panels for people who are sporty or people who aren't sporty and want to be sporty, storytelling um, and also more academically inclined um, events and also events for organisations and professional people. So there's something for everyone. Um, and this has just been a really cool event that's been brought together just by volunteers and it's all free and it's all well, pretty much all of it is online. There are some picnics um, in places that currently are allowed to have picnics, but the vast majority of it is free and online and anyone can come and enjoy. I have a huge grin on my face. I am so looking forward to this conference. There's just, I, I'm astounded. I was looking at the program and there's like 37 different events. There are 37 different events. It was, it's been pretty amazing whipping out that program and showing people the, the week-long um, array of events on this, on this beautifully um, colourful program that we have. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Ellie, can you talk a little bit about how the conference came about? So there's there's quite a lot behind it I mean obviously a conference can't just appear um there was a lot of work that went behind it there have been an amazing um alliance between there has been an amazing alliance between different local bypass groups in um Australia and New Zealand and that's really grown over the last few years um and it's just been a really beautiful supportive community um on quite a large regional scale and more recently the different local groups from different cities were all planning different events for BIPLUS visibility day and they all just happened to be online because of all the changes and restrictions happening with COVID at the moment and because they were all online, we were like, hey, we can all go to each other's events. So we better not all put them on the same time. Oh, wait, we can actually go to all of them and it will be like a conference. And then I think it was Anthony, um, one of the organisers from Melbourne, 
who from now Melbourne who said, well, why don't we actually make a conference? And so it was something, I can't remember how long before the conference we decided to make it a conference, but it was something ridiculous, like six weeks or something like that. Is that right? That's, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was about six weeks before the conference was to start. We decided we were going to have a conference, um, which was ridiculous. Um, but we we're all ridiculous, ridiculous by plus people, so I'm not surprised. Um, and so bit by bit, we all had a couple of events we were planning and then we chucked in some more events and, and came together and, and really put in a lot of hard work to pull this together um, because we're all really passionate and dedicated. And so it is the, the result of a lot of um, really passionate and dedicated people who want to give back to the BiPlus community and making sure that everyone feels included where they want to be. I love that so much. You talked a little bit earlier about the importance of creating BiPlus specific spaces and the importance of BiPlus communities. How does this conference fit into that? Yeah, this conference is amazing for BiPlus community. To be honest, it just provides the ultimate BiPlus space because it is completely curated by BiPlus people for BiPlus people. Um, and it is a fantastic space to just allow BiPlus people to be in a room with other people that are like them. And for people who haven't necessarily belonged, felt like felt like they belonged in mainstream straightish spaces or in queer spaces that maybe might focus more on gay and lesbian people, this is a place where people don't have to explain themselves and they don't have to be misunderstood all the time and they don't have to justify their identities to other people and it's a really fantastic space just for people bypass people to just support each other in a meaningful and um, really raw way and it's a fantastic opportunity for people just to see how awesome the BiPlus community is. I'm not sure if the world has realised how awesome the BiPlus community is yet. Um, I feel like our community has this beautiful way of seeing outside of the categories and the boxes that the world likes to put people into and not being gay or straight or not being good or bad and not having just a distinction of black and white and being able to see what's in between or completely outside of those boxes makes our community really, really special. And part of just being in this community space also allows us to see the diversity within our community, potentially intersections with other identities and just to see really authentic representation that we don't get to see on screen in communities um in the services that we we might use um so yeah having bi-plus community specific spaces are really important i've personally found them really helpful um and you can just see when someone walks into a room or I guess it'll all be online in a Zoom room this this time. Someone is in that space. 
how much relief is just just flows through their body you can see it um of just being in a room and not having to explain yourself yet again um so yeah it's a really really special experience and part of what's really special about having this conference setting um with a bi-plus community is that it's a real discussion um and it's going to really promote a lot of conversations and in this specific space we can talk about issues that are important to us um so the the agenda isn't dictated by anyone else we can talk about what's really important and what's really important are the issues the unique issues that affect black plus people and so this will include a discussion of the poor mental health outcomes that black plus people have particularly around um anxiety and depression and addressing some of those and how we can work to fix them but also our experiences of support services and and what is out there um and what is not out there in terms of bi plus support and discrimination within services whether they be um mainstream straight focused spaces or whether they're queer spaces that don't don't cater for bi plus people or don't have any training or understanding of bi plus issues and that's not okay and it provides us the space to talk about that as well as talking about bi plus people's experiences of violence and talking about our experiences of coming out or not coming out and what that means for each person as a bi plus person um because there are really unique experiences of how a bi plus person moves through the world and we often don't have the spaces to talk about them in other settings so this is a really exciting time to be very honest with each other and and set the agenda of what is important to us. Ellie, that's so powerful. Um I think it's so important that people in the biplus community are given spaces to just be yeah. <laughs> and to just be with one another and as you said not have to explain yourself over and over and over again. And you know we are a diverse community and even if you haven't had the same exact experiences as someone else there's just something so different so unique about bi plus spaces where at, for me i guess i always think about it as um it's like a big exhale for me like i'm not holding my breath anymore yeah i completely um, understand it's the same for me what have you learned from your involvement not just in the conference but in in the organizing that you've done that's a very big question but i've learned a lot <laughs> uh, look i've learned so much i've learned i've learned to come to terms with my own identity and to take pride in my own identity and i've also been learning a lot about how I came to have so much internalized biphobia and how that started. Um and that hasn't been people often talk about pride as being quite a a personal internalized process and for me that has not been the case. It's been really understanding the systems that are at play that make people feel like they're not enough or make people feel that like they're not included and understanding why I never felt 
included um, in queer spaces has been something that has been really important. Um, And more recently, I've been taking the time to learn about the history and the current legacy of research into BIPLUS people and how it's not created with BIPLUS voices. And that's something I'm really passionate about, about creating research and services that are meaningfully created with BIPLUS people and making sure that our voices are meaningfully included and heard and taken into account. Absolutely. I think many of us have experienced that, oh, bisexuals take a box approach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and what you're saying is just so radically different from that. And it's, it, it, that's, what, that's life-changing for people in our community. Ellie, what are you looking forward to most about the conference? I'm looking forward to the, the people. Um, just look, it's been, it's been a really difficult year and, um, something that gives me so much happiness is getting to meet and hang out with my awesome BIPLUS community and, and we haven't been able to connect in the same way that we have normally this year. Um, and so being able to be in those spaces, although it is going to be a little bit differently over, over Zoom and whatnot, it's going to be really great to connect see how everyone's going um and see what everyone has to say and 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 yeah just get that sense of community back again to feel more connected and to feel that sense of belonging that I really really enjoy I think it'll be so fascinating to have this in a zoom environment Uh, I mean of course there are so many considerations um, that we've got to keep in our minds around, um, you know, accessibility, which we always have to keep in mind anyways, um, as well as, you know, just the logistics of organizing things online. Um, But I wonder what kind of environment it will be when really anyone from around the globe can join in on these events. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I'm really hoping that this online format is going to be, is going to bring about a lot more accessibility to a lot more people, um, people in regional areas or rural areas, um, people who aren't necessarily comfortable turning up on their own to an in-person event, because that's very, that's quite a, quite a big move. So just being able to have that um anonymity of just signing up to a zoom and and having a video off and just being able to listen I hope is I hope is really powerful for anyone who feels like they want to come absolutely how can people find out more about the conference you can hop on to our website which is www.standbyus.com all one word um so the full program is on there which is very exciting um and on that website there's lots of different links to the either facebook pages or event bright links of um each event um there's so many events as we mentioned before 37 different events so um you can have a look on the program there um 
yeah, I, I encourage you to have a look at the program, but also pop on the Facebook page, um, which will have the Stand By Us Facebook page. Um, sorry, Facebook event. It's not, it's not a full page. Um, and that has a picture laid out of all the events across the week. And I think that's the easiest way to just have a, have a grand idea of what's going on. And then the website has all the different information about the descriptions of each event. So you can really find out what's going to be the best event for you. That's great. Thanks. One last question for you, Ellie. What would you like to see for the BiPlus community moving forward? I would love to see so many things for the BiPlus community moving forward. Um, I particularly would love to see BiPlus people being able to take pride in their identities and being a, being allowed by the wider community to take pride in in our identities and in our community because we do have an amazing community. Um, I'd like to see people taking the unique um, needs and challenges of the BIPLUS community more seriously. Um, and part of that is having the BIPLUS community come together and having a very loud collective voice, um, which is what I'm really excited about. I'd also love to see um, the rest of the queer community to be really loud and proud allies for the BIPLUS community but also acknowledge if you're not BIPLUS that you probably don't understand the BIPLUS experience and that you will need to do some learning um, to understand what is going on for BIPLUS people and how we move through the world because it is very different. But you know what? There's a conference that you can go to that has so much information about BIPLUS people and, and how, we, how we move through the world. So we've very cleverly pre- prepared one for you so definitely pop along um if you're a biplus ally um or you're a biplus person yourself and, and you want to get connected with community we'd love to see you there that's right and that website again is standbyusalloneword.com ellie it's been wonderful chatting with you thank you so much for joining us And best of luck with the conference. I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me on here. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash prideinprotest or on Instagram at pride.in.protest.